Welcome. My name is Jesse and you are listening to The Wake Up Call. This show is about opening your eyes to how you've been living, bringing awareness to the standard you've been operating at, and helping you start living to your full potential. There are two ways I'll help you do this. One, by disciplining your mind, and two, by strengthening your body. It's time to take stock of your current performance and go to the next level. Let's do this. G'day guys, welcome back to a brand new, fresh episode of The Wake Up Call. Believe it or not, this is episode 117, and this is version 3.0. And um, I've made two attempts to record this episode, both you know 20 to 30 minutes long, uh, jam-packed full of information. And the last two attempts that I have had have failed miserably because uh, I'm not a technological wizard um, and have had some technical difficulties in terms of getting my Bluetooth speakers to record uh, at the optimal level and then having crackly uh, playback. And I just couldn't bring myself to publish that to, to, to you guys and to the world. So uh, this is my third attempt at recording this episode, which is Heart Health 101, okay? Uh, but first things first, I do want to get this off my chest. Uh, apologies to you all for the long hiatus. Um, call it what you want. Excuses, life. I've got a new laptop. Like I said, I'm very crap with uh, technology, so I had to you know, reinstall my software. Had a ton of difficulties trying to get my uh, microphone to communicate with the new software and find the right levels, which I've tried and retried a hundred fucking times. Uh, Dad duties, uh, in-person coaching, which has been going great. Students working really hard and you know developing their skills and getting strong, which has been awesome. Uh, recently completed my SFG2 uh, kettlebell certification, so that was tremendous. A great weekend of learning and lifting all things kettlebells. Um, and like I said, life, um, shit happens. So if you wanna call it excuses, that's fine. Uh, but long story short, we're back and this is the hopefully the successful third time uh, to publish this episode now without further ado today's topic heart health 101 this is something that uh, intrinsically deep down we all know is important you know uh, you want a strong you want a uh, resilient you want an efficient heart yeah I think we can all pretty much without too much um, argumenting, we can we can all agree on, you know, heart health is important. Now, with that in mind, what do you actually know and understand about the heart itself, okay? Do you know any of the components that kind of contribute to good heart function? If not, that's okay. Today, by the end of this episode, you're going to know the nuts and bolts the big rocks of what constitutes heart health. Okay, so that way you can look after your ticker and the people around you as well. So if someone's, you know, they've got out of condition, you know, their diet's, you know, gone to crap, maybe their stress has increased and what have you, you can help, you know, give them this little piece of knowledge in terms of how to look after themselves and give them a, a greater understanding of what to look out for um, and some of the things associated with heart health. Okay, now, First thing we're gonna discuss are three contributing factors to heart health, okay? So these are three fr uh, phrases or three terms that I need you to understand and get familiar with. The first is what is called stroke volume. 
This is the amount of blood that your heart pumps per beat. So it's basically, it's measured in volume of blood per beat, okay? Then we have heart rate. It's exactly as it sounds. It's the frequency of your heartbeat. So it's measured in beats per minute, okay? Pulse rate is another way to describe it. And then the last term is blood pressure. If you've ever been to the doctor or your local GP, you know, you're probably familiar with, you know, they get the cuff out and they slap it on you and they give you a reading. Mr. Jones, your blood pressure is 120 over 80 or, you know, 148 over whatever it is. Um, but that's the pressure, that's the amount of pressure in your arteries as your heart contracts and relaxes. So it's measured as systolic, so that's the first number, and diastolic, which is the last number of blood pressure. So for example, 120 over 80, uh, your systolic blood pressure is 120, and your diastolic is 80, all right? And this is the way I want you to start to think about your heart and heart health in general, okay? You want your heart to be as efficient as possible, okay? You want it to do the most amount of work with the least amount of effort. Does that make sense? And the reason for it is this, very simple. Why do you wanna make one of the only muscles that never gets a rest until you're dead work harder than it needs to? So when the question gets phrased in that manner, it really starts to make you think, okay, I don't wanna make my heart work any harder than it needs to. Yet consciously or subconsciously, this is what people do through their diet, through their lifestyle, through their job, through their exercise. And I'm gonna go through some of these things with you to help make your heart more efficient and you know more resilient so that you can live a full, long, great life, all right? Uh, so yeah, you want the heart to be as efficient as possible, all right? And in a moment, I'm going to go through what heart health means and what it looks like, okay? Please pay attention to this because this next part is really important, okay? Now, you want your heart to pump the most amount of blood with the lowest frequency and with the least amount of pressure. I'm going to repeat that. You want your heart to pump the most amount of blood with the lowest frequency and with the least amount of pressure. Does that make sense? I hope it does. Lots of blood pumped not very often with very little pressure. So you're getting a lot of benefit and a lot of, uh, what's the word? A lot of benefit with the least amount of effort. So you're getting a lot of bang for your buck. The heart's doing a great job. It's pumping big volumes of blood not very often and against very little restriction, okay? So what do we need to achieve that? Well, first of all, you need the strength to push large volumes of blood per beat, okay? Because if your heart is weak, you're gonna pump these little itty bitty volumes of blood. And because you're pumping these little itty bitty volumes of blood, it's going to have to pump more often, yeah? You also need the endurance to do it forever. And I do literally mean forever, until you die, okay? Like I said, it's one of the very few muscles that never gets to switch off until, you know, 
you cark it until you're done. And we also need the efficiency to pump the blood with little to no obstruction within the arteries and the blood vessels. Strong to pump a large amount of blood per beat. Good endurance to do it non-stop until your days on this planet are done. And in such a way that you can do it efficiently without any obstruction or restrictions inside the blood vessels and the arterial walls. And this is where things like your diet come in. Okay, I'm not going to go into specific detail about what a good diet looks like, but I'm gonna give you a very simple way to establish what kind of condition you're in. Uh, it's a superficial way to establish you know, what your heart health may look like, what's happening on the inside. And that's by looking on the outside. So this is what you're gonna do. Number one, strip off all your clothes and take a really good look at your body size, shape, and where your body fat is stored on your body. Okay, so if you're driving, wait till you get home. But this is your little bit of homework. Go into your bathroom, strip down naked, and take a look at your body, 360 degrees. Take a really good look. This is your body. You made it, you earned it, congratulations, it's yours. Look at the front view, what do you see? Look at a 45 degree angle. Take a look from the side, 90 degrees. Have a look over your shoulder. How big are you, how small are you? Where is the body fat? And don't say there's no body fat, we all have body fat. Even the leanest of the leanest people on the planet have some body fat, okay? But just ask yourself some really simple questions. Do you need to drop some weight? Yes, no. Do you have more body fat than you think is healthy for having longevity, having a heart that is efficient, that's strong, and that has good endurance? Yes or no? And if you have any level of self-awareness at all, you'll have an instant yes or no answer. It's not a mystery. Take off all your gear, take off all your clothes, and just see what's staring back at you. Yeah, it's it's not rocket science. You know, you know whether or not, you know, you've you've gained some extra weight. You know if you're lean, you know whether or not if you've got more body fat than you should have or that, you know, is maybe more than what you would consider healthy. Yeah? Okay? Simple. That's the first option. Do that. Take your gear off. See what's looking back at you. The second thing you can do, really simple. Test your resting heart rate and your blood pressure, okay? You can take your radial pulse, two fingers down towards the uh, down towards your wrist, okay? Or you could do your carotid artery at the neck and test your pulse rate. So you count how many beats there are in 15 seconds, times that number by four. Or you can do it for 30 seconds, times that number by two. Or you can count for the full minute and you have your answer. That is your resting heart rate, okay? Do the same thing for your blood pressure. And if you're using a digital blood pressure monitor, they will often tell you both of those numbers at the same time. It'll give you your blood pressure and your resting heart rate or your pulse rate, okay? And track and measure this over time. So we all have a smartphone, right? Most smartphones that I'm aware of have a notes section. So what you do is you open a notes section and you record the date your heart rate and your blood pressure, and you track and measure it over time. 
And what you're looking for is the long-term trend. Is it chronically high? Is your blood pressure currently or consistently, I should say, equal to or above 140 over 90? If it is, you need to make some life changes, all right? Or does your do your numbers remain stable? You know, blood pressure, 125 over 75. Cool, you're within nice range, yeah. Heart isn't having to work too hard. There's not a lot of internal pressure there, that's good, okay? Or are your numbers going down? Is your diet on point? Are you training consistently and effectively? You know, that would indicate if your heart rate goes down and your blood pressure goes down, that would be a very good indication that, hey, your fitness is improving. Your heart function is increasing. It's getting better. Your aerobic capacity is improving. So therefore, you're putting less total stress on your system, the heart, the lungs, and the whole cardiorespiratory system on a whole. Yeah, we can kind of see how that, that works. But what gets measured gets managed. And if you don't have any metrics, no data, no numbers to actually look at and say, this is where I am right now, you have no fucking idea where you are. You have no idea where you are. And you have no idea what's happening internally on your body, inside your body. All right? A lot of people put it off because they, they'd rather bury their head in the sand and be like, oh, I don't want to know. You know, I am 20 kilos overweight, but if I don't know, it's not really happening. You're just fucking del you're deluding yourself. You know, if you've got 10, 20, 30 kilos to lose and you don't know your numbers, fuck, you're a ticking time bomb. Go and get your numbers looked at. Go and see what you're actually measuring. Because if you don't do anything about it, <laughs> I tell you what, your heart will do something about it at one point and it ain't gonna fucking be good. So that's why I'm giving you this information so you can actually start to address these things ahead of time, whether it's for yourself or whether it's somebody you know a partner, a husband, a wife, a brother, whoever, somebody in your family, a work colleague who maybe needs a bit of information about, hey, you know, Mr. Jones, you should probably do something about, you know, the direction you're headed. Because if you don't, maybe you're not gonna be on this planet much longer. And um, I have a, I'll, I'll go through that in a little bit. I've got something that I do wanna share with you, but it's, it's a little bit further down on my notes. Um, but yeah, these numbers, your blood pressure, your resting heart rate, uh, they can be affected quite easily, okay? So things like stress, uh, caffeine, and diet can hugely impact both of those numbers, okay? Positively or negatively, as well as exercise. And you already know this. Inherently, you know that you probably should do more cardio and work on getting fitter. You know that you should probably do some strength training and keep you know, your muscles strong so that they don't have to work as hard at rest or just doing your day-to-day -day activities, all right? And like stress, think of stress as a, a bucket. You've got a bucket, right? Once that bucket gets full, what happens? It starts overflowing, all right? And unless you have a way to drill holes in that bucket and release some of that internal pressure and those, you know, stresses that are going into your into your life, um, yeah, it's going to have an impact, whether you like it or not. So resting heart rate goes up, blood pressure goes up, pressure just generally goes up. And it's like a kettle, what happens when there's too much pressure? 
or the water gets too hot, it fucking boils and it spurts out unless it has that safety mechanism. When it gets to that boiling point, it switches off. If you don't know how to switch that off or to empty that stress bucket, like I mentioned, it's gonna overflow and it ain't gonna be pretty. Um, but physical training, this is fucking huge. The impact that cardiovascular and strength training has on your body, it's not just about looking good and feeling good. It's about what actually happens on the inside of your body, all right? Heart and lung function, you can't see them. They're inside of you, okay? But this is why I would encourage, for most people, a combination of both strength and cardio training, okay? Most of the information that I put up on my social media is based upon strength, getting strong, building muscle. Because you can actually do both of those things if your programming is done the right way, okay? And not always, but generally speaking, fitter people have lower resting heart rates and lower blood pressure. Just to give you an idea of kind of where mine is, because people always like to compare themselves to others. I compare my own stats to myself, okay? You need to do the same. I would encourage you, identify what your numbers are and compare your stats to you, okay? Ideally, you want blood pressure trending downwards. And same thing for resting heart rate, unless you already have low blood pressure, which is kind of where I have generally stacked up uh, over the years. My blood pressure in the past uh, generally sits around 110 over 60 odd. Okay, and my resting heart rate is generally in the high 40s or low 50s. Okay. Again, strong heart, efficient heart, uh, against very little resistance or obstruction internally. Okay. So what kind of training? All right. If you want to live a long life, start with your heart and do something as simple as walking. But here lies the problem. When I mention to people, hey, go and do some walking, do 30 minutes of walking, you know, it's the old get 30 minutes. You know, people are like, no, it can't be that simple. I have to do something more. But if you're not even doing anything, walking is a step in the right fucking direction. Take it, take that step. You know, if you can't walk for 30 minutes consistently, something's wrong with you, man. How the fuck, you, you can't even give yourself a fighting chance to make your heart healthier and to you know take some stress off it. And if you want something more advanced or something that's harder and more difficult, go do some rucking, grab a backpack, chuck some bricks in it, grab yourself a weight vest, or even you know grab some weights and hold them in your hands and go for a walk, 20, 30, 45 minutes, an hour, whatever. Get into nature, go and find a trail and do that. I guarantee that'll get your heart rate up. And if it doesn't, Walk faster, okay, all right? But start with walking, it's the most simple form of exercise, yet so many people discount it and discard it because they think it's, air quotes, too easy, and they think it's not gonna do anything. Well, if you're walking like you've got nowhere to be, yeah, you're still in first gear. Your your heart isn't going to have a reason to adapt and to become more efficient. So actually walk with a bit of purpose. Walk like you have somewhere to be, yeah? Uh, maybe go for a jog if you find walking boring. You know, unfortunately in life, sometimes you're gonna have to do things that are boring. But if you want something that's a bit more up, upbeat and you're in the physical condition to go running or jogging, 
Cool, go do that. And if you don't like doing cardio, go and lift some weights, swing some kettlebells. That's my current form of uh, training at the moment. I'm training exclusively with kettlebells. Uh, today is a Thursday. I trained yesterday on a Wednesday and I did uh, 24 sets of five uh, kettlebell swings with a 40 kilo. Uh, and it took me 24 minutes. So every minute on the minute, I would do five swings using the 40 kilo bell. So I would set up, do my five swings, bang, pop the hips, do my five swings, park the bell, relax. As soon as the clock gets to the top of the minute, bang, I'm back on that kettlebell. Work, rest, work, rest, work, rest, work, rest for 24 minutes. Yeah, that was part of my training. And I can tell you what, by the end of it, I was sweating up a storm. My heart rate was up. My breathing rate had increased. And if you do that on a consistent basis, your heart, your body, your muscles have no choice but to adapt because you are giving them a stimulus that says, hey, we're doing this on a consistent basis. All right? It can either be hard for you, but the body doesn't like hard. It likes easy. So therefore, on an internal level, it starts to change and adapt and improve itself and remodel itself so that the task that was once hard becomes easier, becomes easier to the point where it just becomes easy. Okay, that's how your body works. But it has to be a repeated stimulus. If you do it once in a blue moon, don't expect great results. Do it consistently. It's the old consistency trumps intensity, yeah? But do something that is appropriate for your current level of strength and fitness. If you're super out of shape and deconditioned, honestly, go and start with walking. Walk 30 minutes three times a week. Get that tick on the board. Do something. I don't give a shit what it is, but do something. All right? If you're unsure of where to start, go and speak to a professional. Speak with a coach or a trainer and have them design you an appropriate training program based upon what you have going on in your life. So if you're really busy Monday to Friday, but you've got some extra time on the weekend, okay, cool. There's your starting point. You've got two, you know, you've got at least 48 hours to get in some training, to get in some exercise. Or maybe you're somebody who has 30 to 60 minutes uh, before work. Cool. All right. I'm available on these two mornings. This is what I'm going to do. But not knowing what to do is no longer an excuse. I'm giving you some ideas and some examples. All you've got to do is pick one and follow through and do it. All right. And guys, I really want to stress this next point home. Heart health is not something that you want to fuck around with. All right. It's not something you want to take your chances with and be like, oh, I'll, I'll just leave it for now and I'll just, I'll just see how I go. Oh, really, will you? Some people don't get a chance to fucking make that call. Some people are fucking dead by the time that they get that decision. So I have a, um, I have a friend, close friend of mine, uh, who is around 35 years old, uh, and he has had two heart attacks. Um, you know, he's not super big. He's got some weight to lose, but um, yeah, he's had uh, he's had two heart attacks. So, you know, that's one of the reasons that I'm doing this podcast is because I know his situation and I know, um, you know, where he's at. And I don't want that to be you. I don't want it to be somebody that you know 
who maybe can avoid going down that path because it's fucking scary. You know, some people have a stroke and never recover. Some people have, you know, a heart attack and that's it. They're, they're done. And then, you know, somebody that you know that's really close to you might not be a fucking, might not be around anymore. Or it could even be you. So my hope is that this information gets into the into the right hands, that um, you're aware of what's happening internally and some of the mechanisms behind heart health so that you can improve yours and the people around you, okay? So get your shit sorted. Get all your ducks in a row. Um, I, I honestly can't stress that enough. If you get winded and out of puff doing simple things like going up and down stairs, getting up and down off the ground, uh, yeah, you really do need to get your shit fucking sorted. Quick, smart. And it doesn't have to be, you know, high-intensity training. Like I said, do some walking. And if it's easy, walk faster or walk further. It's not that complicated, but you have to do something. So I'm going to leave you with that, guys. Um, I have one ask of you, and that's to share this to a friend, a work colleague, or a family member that you know who needs to hear this information. Okay? I understand all of these concepts. I learned this shit when I was 17 and I was going through TAFE doing my certificate three and four in fitness. Stroke volume, heart rate, blood pressure. I have a very good understanding of what it is and the ways that we can improve them. But if you have somebody in your life that has no fucking idea about this stuff, it's your duty to actually pass this information on to them. It's, I don't know, 25 minutes of their life could fucking change the, the whole trajectory and the length of the rest of their life. So uh, pay the fee, share it forward to somebody who you think might benefit from it. And if, you, if nobody springs to mind, hey, just share it on your Facebook, you know, share it to, you know, your local, you know, work colleagues and, uh, if I can help at least one person with this information, then, you know, fucking, that's fantastic. So I'm not doing this for likes. Uh, I'm doing it to actually have an impact on people who care about where they're at with their health, fitness, and they want to get more out of their life. Okay, and if you're dead, you ain't going to get more out of anything. So, um, yeah, I'll leave you with that, guys. So please implement the changes that are needed, whether it's dietary, whether it's lifestyle, whether it's training, whether it's a combination. Um, yeah for yourself and for the people around you. Just to recap guys, those three uh, terms, stroke volume, that is the amount of blood your heart pumps per beat. Heart rate, that's the frequency of your heartbeat. And then blood pressure, that is the amount of pressure in your arteries as your heart contracts and relaxes. So the end goal, okay, the ideal scenario is this. You want your heart to pump the most amount of blood with the lowest frequency and the least amount of pressure, all right? And you can control that. You can determine the end result, okay? So I'll leave you with that information. Go forth, use that information for yourself, uh, for, for others. And uh, if you're struggling with where you're at, uh, feel free, you know, shoot me a DM, shoot me a message on Facebook or Instagram, and uh, I'll try and help you where I can. But guys, honestly, Look after your heart um, because ultimately it starts there and it ends there.
you loved the wake-up call, found it entertaining, or got some benefit out of listening, I would appreciate you helping me to spread the word. Please, share it with a friend or on social media so that you can pay it forward and give someone else the opportunity to improve themselves like you just have. Thanks for listening. We'll see you soon for another episode.